Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen, and the other half of my duo, Kevin Connor. What's up, Kevy? You know, I just been thinking about partnership, collaboration, yeah. etc. Because you're getting married next oh, year. Oh yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's uh, the the to just get straight into it. Um, cheat codes yeah. by Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Just constant spins. Just absolutely yeah. dominating my listening right now. Uh, it's it's a great album. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, and it's it it led me to think, you know, what other great duos have there been? Danger Mouse has been part of so many. Yes, uh, you know, Black Thought obviously part of the Roots, but like has done a lot of uh, you know feature work. And and we figured we'd come here, yeah. Luke, and we would share some of our favorite duos. Yeah, and actually. I they're kind of a super duo and I talked about super duos last week yeah uh, or on our last full episode with uh Aesop Rock and Homeboy Sandman and so that's what I was kind of thinking so we got a good mix of like super duos of like existing artists who came together and then just great bands that have two members and should we talk about our honorable mentions first Absolutely. And maybe even just throw them on the podcast or on the playlist and make the playlist twice as long. Yes. Okay. Well, I could start us off with my honorable mentions. I'm just going to run them down really fast. We talked about Danger Mouse, and I do have a proper other Danger Mouse collab on the proper list, but uh, this one just barely made the cut. Uh, Danger Mouse and Karen O, their album Lux Prima from a few years ago. And I got the song Redeemer, just great, like cinematic, spooky sounding uh, album. Loved it. Uh, then I got the great, as I called her, the queen of dad rock, uh, Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville with uh, Cry Like a Rainstorm, which is the name of the album was Cry Like a Rainstorm, Howl Like the Wind. And they did the whole album together. It gave us such hits as, I don't know much, but I know I love you. I can um, just see it in the Time Life advertisement right now. There you go. But the titular Cry Like a Rainstorm, uh, great song and uh, amazing vocal performance from Linda. You don't have as much Aaron on that. He's just doing backup. Yeah. Uh, another artist who is a great collaborator like Danger Mouse, David Byrne. They're the two great collaborators. And so you're going to hear about him again, but... I got David Byrne and St. Vincent with Love This Giant uh, and the song I Should Watch TV, which he does a great performance of in America and Utopia, too. And I saw them back in Bonnaroo in 2014, I think this was. Uh, great album. Great duo. Uh, I This one just got cut because I replaced them with another great uh, hip-hop duo. But this was Banks and Steels that project with uh mm-hmm. paul banks from interpol and rizza uh great great project you that's know, a great rap, album yeah yeah the rap rock stuff doesn't always work great and this is like not really that much rock but 
This is a great album, and you got Florence Welch and Ghostface, Masticilla, Method Man featured. Good stuff. Um, and then last, uh, this one I actually, I, I love both these artists. I didn't listen to this album as much, but there's still a couple great songs that have stuck with me from it. And that's Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile with a lot of sea lice and the song Over Everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, great duo. They just popped in my head right after. I was like, oh, yeah, they teamed up. And that's one of the more modern ones that I, I liked. What are your honorable mentions, Kev? Um, a Detroit favorite. Barely made the list, but is incredible. The White Stripes. Um, yeah. I, I, I knew they weren't going to make it because I, I don't think I need to tout out that the White Stripes are a good duo. Um, but but they should song, be on the list. They sure. should be on the list. And I'm going to go Icky Thump. I That's oh. a later song, but it's so good. Um, and then someone that, uh, you know, we might throw a song or two on. I just think the collective works of Freddie Gibbs. Because he has collaborated oh. with so many yeah. people that I can't even begin to limit it down this very moment. Um but he's done a, gr- a lot of great work. If I had to choose one, my favorite probably is work with the alchemist. Uh, that one is amazing. And oh, then not Mad Lib. Mad Lib's also super good and also going to show up on my list later. So maybe, oh, okay. No, I mean, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib have many, uh, maybe both, maybe both. I will. Well, there are no rules. Um, and then, you know what? We, uh, we were talking about this artist recently. I think Luke, just you and I, uh, in danger mouse, He's got so many collabs, so I'm gonna shout out Broken Bells with the Shins yeah. James Mercer, who and that, well, I'll be mentioning later. Exactly, and you know what? How can we not mention Danger? Probably what brought Danger Mouse to prominence, Lars Barkley. Like that yeah. was an awesome duo. Uh, Steeler Green thoughts aside, uh, <laughs> and like crazy, absolute banger. Yeah, for sure. So many great ones on that. Um. Yeah, those are, you know what, and I do, while we're throwing honorable mentions in, I'll throw in Kenny Beats and Denzel Curry, which Kenny Beats will come up again, but those two, amazing. And we just spent a whole summer talking about this genre, so I won't, I won't touch on it too long. But Hall and & Oates and Steely Dan, classics. Two great duos. I also thought about Loggins and Messina. We're just, we're just throwing stuff out now. This probably won't make it on the playlist, but... Yeah, uh, some there's so many great duos throughout history. Now let's talk about the the wheat that we have separated from the chaff uh, with our top ten picks. Uh, and yours is the first one on the playlist, so let's start off with you. Yeah, I uh, this is a tough one because we're we're picking albums that we really like, and some of these are duos that put out a single album and just left it at that. Some of them are long running groups, uh, and I chose yeah. I started with one of those. I went back. I'll I'll say it here. It's the Black Keys. And really, I didn't have a hard time picking them for this list. I knew I wanted to feature them. But it, I did struggle as to where to pull from. Uh, so oh. I, I went with the middle ground. And I went with... I got mine off of Attack and Release. Which is really just... Uh, you know, right before I feel like they blew up. Yeah. To an enormous degree, like Brothers and then El Camino sure. following that were were huge. It's a good choice, and I actually would have picked All You Ever Wanted from Attack and Release, most likely. If not, These Days from Brothers. Those are like my two favorite 
Black Keys song. So good pull. All right. Well, my first one up, the great collaborator I mentioned already, David Byrne, this time with Brian Eno, which, you know, this was a duo that was behind some of the great, uh, along with the rest of the band, but some of the great Talking Heads records, like some of my favorites, like Remain in Light, Fear Music, like my favorite era of Talking Heads. But they also did their album together, My Life in the Bush of Ghosts, uh, in like 81, I think. But this is from... 2008 david burns album everything that happens will happen today and i picked strange overtones which is like david burns number one song on spotify but it's such a jam i considered one fine day but the version on this album is not as good as the american utopia version uh which highly recommend that but strange overtones is just such a great like bouncy jam and it's just so well produced. I feel like it, you could tell me it just came out today and I'd believe you. I, uh, I've i been going on like a bit of a Talking Heads kick, like as yeah. we discussed a while ago. And I just need to go deeper into David Byrne because I don't know as much as I should. He's yeah. a blind spot for me. And this song ruled. Uh, well, so I need to listen to this album and more and more and more. Definitely. And... Uh, I recommend watch American Utopia or listen to the album because that, and if you look up uh, some of the songs they do on there, they do talking heads, but they do some of David Byrne's like great uh, songs from his solo work too. So that's how I learned about some, but yeah, I really need to dig in to some of this too. But you know what I was thinking about today too, with David Byrne is his, his big shoulders. No, um, it was actually, I had this little MP3 player that was like this shaped. It was kind of like teardrop shaped um, okay. and it just had like one wheel where you could like, or not even a wheel, like a button that you could like click through. And so you just click through a bunch and I had, you just, you couldn't have like a menu, like on iTunes, you mm-hmm. had to just skip through all the songs, but like humans do by David Byrne was on there. And I always thought, what is this weird, like dorky adult music? Cause I was like 12 years old. And then I heard it at Bonnaroo when he's playing with St. Vincent. And I was like, wait, that was this guy? It, it was the, the, Ratatouille, guy? <laughs> the Ratatouille critic just, like, going back to his childhood. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, David Byrne, Strange Overtones, paired up with Brian Eno. Those dudes, they know what they're doing. I am bringing uh, one of my favorite duos, a great collaborator uh, featured on an album I'll discuss in a second, but I'm going with Fantagram, which is the duo of Josh Carter and Sarah Barthel. And uh, yeah, Blackout Days from Voices, probably their biggest song of that time. Uh, It's great though. This was just like such a huge, like alternative music track. And I've loved their work since three was a great album. Uh, They collaborated with Big Boy on Big Grams, and that album yes. also rules. Uh, but I just think that, like, kind of electro pop sound, um, just but like, with, like samples and stuff, too. That's what was unique about them, too. Yeah, like, it just was kind of, it hit its its peak with this album. Like, I, yeah. I really, it, it blew me away at the time, and listening to it today, I'm still very impressed by it as a, as a musical project. It's like Blackout Days and Same Old Blues. Those are like two of their best songs. Mm-hmm. So what's with these colors? Their color songs are the best. Um, All right. Swift. This one's a swift uh, change of tone and a punch in the face, and I love it. It's, the, ki- uh, 
it's cold. Thyrico Nasty and Kenny Beats. The caveman uh, himself. The caveman. Oh, throwing the bone up in the air. Like in uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Kenny Beats. Amazing producer. And like I said, he's. I almost picked him and Denzel because I love that album. But I watched this video uh, recently where they were interviewed. I think it was NPR or something. Where they interviewed both of them about recording this album and how like she locked into this sound of like, it's got that like metal punk screaming energy uh, with parody with uh, the hip hop beats. And it's just such a great, like, I feel like new era of blending those. We talked about the rap rock coming together and they just like brought that energy together so well. And this is just so many great lines in this first song. And none of these B words are cold as her. And she'll let you know. And it's just a great opening track. Just starts the album off with a bang. Yeah, it rules. Uh, and I am bringing a opener that I think arguably goes oh. even harder. Yeah. Uh, the rare title track after an artist's name. So I am speaking about Run the Jewels with Run the Jewels off Run the Jewels. Yes. And really, when I brought this up to you that we should talk about duos, there was not a doubt in my mind that Run the Jewels would come up. One of my favorite artists. Uh, I really struggled to pick an album here. I, I think ranking Run the Jewels albums is really, really difficult for me because I think any one of them could take the top spot, depending on my mood. Um, they're also yeah. different, but they all are very good. Um, but I went with, with number one with RTJ one and the combination of killer Mike and LP just blew me away at the time. It still rules. And this is a super duo that I think elevated, uh, each other to such an extreme degree. Like rap music obviously features some LP production and like, you can tell that it's the next step for killer Mike. And LP's music, I think, never would have hit the mainstream in the way that Run the Jewels does. Uh, not to say that it's it's worse for it, but like I wouldn't be listening to like Cancer for Cure over and over again if Run the Jewels had not right. invaded my head like they did. So perhaps my favorite duo. From Killer Mike's historic joining with LP to change hip-hop forever... Let's take it back now to his early days when he was featured on a song by one of hip hop's other greatest duos, Outkast. And Kev, you uh, had them like on your honorable mention list. And I was like, I feel like I need to when I was like, oh, why did I not think of Outkast? Also kicking myself for not thinking of Run the Jewels. But I was like, I need to get them on here. And I picked my favorite song of theirs, The Whole World, featuring Killer Mike. Had that great like circus video my jam back in 2004 or 2003 whenever this was uh but yeah i mean outcast one of the most legendary duos Mm -hmm. and uh has stood the test of time and like you mentioned big boy out there been making great music and uh they even came back together and toured and all that but just uh one of the greatest duos of all time and you get a little killer mike back-to-back jams in this playlist because it just worked out that way i think outcast and i don't think this will ever happen but i think if they reunited to put out a new album 
Yeah. It would be the biggest album ever. I I cannot imagine. I mean, like, unless the Beatles showed back up. Uh, <laughs> anyone garnishing more excitement than, like, Andre 3000 and Big Boy reuniting to make new music. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think we'll be that lucky, but boy, I can hope. And um, maybe the group I'd be even more excited to, to reunite. <laughs> yeah, just right? just no. me personally. Someone <laughs> that recently, recently, uh, in the last few years, called it a rap. Daft Punk. I'm picking one more time uh, off of Discovery. Oh, classic. Party Take Jam. A- uh that weird wedding I went to, my brother-in-law's wedding, where none of my party jams worked the way they were supposed to because they weren't country songs. This was one of my two choices. It gets the party going. Lyrically, perfectly. One third, one, another third more, and the <laughs> final third time. You can't beat that balance. Uh, no. And just Daft Punk as themselves were such an incredible duo. Um, I Like... If I can recommend an extra long listen, go listen to a live 2007. It's amazing. It's the best live album I've ever listened to. Minus maybe LCD sound system at Madison square garden, but that's also personal preference. They are the ultimate two. There's like, even in like their, how they present themselves, the, the masks, like no one, no one outclasses dev punk when it comes to being cool. You said it. So the only reason I didn't pick a different Danger Mouse collab is because I had to. I mentioned this recently, Kev, and I don't think you were familiar with it. No. And I actually just learned the whole saga behind it. And it's there's a little bit of tragedy in here because uh, so this is the album Dark Knight of the Soul. Uh, so this is a collaboration between Danger Mouse and Sparkle Horse, who was a great artist in like the 90s. Uh, his name was Mark Linkus, and uh, so it was pretty much just him, but uh, fashioned as a band. And this album is uh, was supposed to come out in 2009, but then Danger Mouse had a legal issue because of the Grey album when he mashed up the Beatles and Jay Z's oh. album, so that delayed it. And the tragic part of this is that. Sparkle Horse ended up killing himself and before the album came out. And so it's kind of tragic that he didn't get to see it come out, but it's such an incredible work. And just listen to these features because like every song, it I mean, you already have two amazing like musical forces, Danger Mouse and Sparkle Horse, but then every song has an amazing feature on it. Uh, you got the Flaming Lips, Gruff Reese, who is from Super Furry Animals, Jason Lytle from Granddaddy. Uh, I picked the song Little Girl featuring Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. It even sounds kind of like a Stroke song. It's super Strokesy. Like it's got that yeah. guitar tone that I was listening to and I was like, oh, there there he is. Yeah, definitely. Like they fit each song to the collaborating artist. It's great. Uh, Black Francis from The Pixies, Iggy Pop, David Lynch on two songs, Jason Lytle again, James Mercer from The Shins, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, another. This might be where uh, him and Danger Mouse hit it off, and they were like, we got to keep doing music together. Uh, and then Suzanne Vega, Vic Chestnut, and uh, Nina Person from The Cardigans. So it's like 
all these like great bands from the nineties and great songwriters from the nineties. And there was like a film along with it, collaboration with David Lynch, just this amazing project. And then it got delayed because of the legal stuff. But uh, just incredible that all these people are together on one thing. And it was like supposed to be some like multimedia experience. So great project. Check it out. Uh, I maybe in some circles, the most um, critically received collaboration, uh, an album Definitely. that um, I have revisited again in my big MF Doom kick. Uh, and it's just, it's Mad Villainy from Mad Villain, which is Mad Lib plus MF Doom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, famously, like, I think it's the it needed collab. to be yeah, yeah it, it's hard not sure. to not to feature it i went with accordion which is you know the first full track on the album and i uh it's i, I could have picked eight different tracks from this this album there's yeah. there's not one to be missed uh bistro america's most blunted and all caps maybe you know in the in the top couple but um truly and like mf doom I feel like he's got collaborations out there that I've never even discovered because he did oh, it yeah. a lot. He did it under several different names. Um, and I'm I'm still like, I'll find an album and be like, oh man, this is really good. Who is this? It's MF Doom. Um, and That's even crazy. like, this is, this is super into like my past, the album uh, Demon Days from Gorillaz. Features MF Doom on the song November has come, which I never knew that it was him because like it's an uncredited feature. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's amazing on it. Uh, it, yeah. It uh, awesome feature. Um, I've been listening to that album a lot because like I listened to it once and it's continued to be in like my return to it. What an album. Anyway. Yeah. Not amazing. a duo. No. Just a man and. Uh, four um, animated a man avatars. pretending to be four people and neither of those things are duos so irrelevant to this conversation which i was confused when gorillas came out if de la soul was gorillas i was like wait is that them because they're on uh feel good ink oh yeah well when the girls came out like it was it was very confusing. Yeah, the, <laughs> like the internet existed but like i didn't know to go on the internet and search things i wasn't asking jeeves uh, right. So like, I was like, wow, what, what the <laughs> heck is this? Yeah, I didn't know the like whole concept behind mm-hmm. it, but yeah, I was also like a kid, aka an idiot. Right. But dang, I didn't know MF Doom was on that, and he's still like cheat codes, as you mentioned. He showed up on that album, and it's like he still has verses that he recorded that are coming out occasionally, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's wild to hear. He's just one of the greatest. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Going to end this off with a great recent duo in the last three years uh, with Better Oblivion Community Center, the joining of Phoebe Bridgers and Connor Oberst. And it was tough to even pick a song. I love so many. Chesapeake, Dylan Thomas is a jam, but I went with Sleepwalking because it has that great build. Great. uh, I love the way that Phoebe Bridgers says Love setting off those bottle rockets, <laughs> just the way she says it. Um, and then, like, how the it builds with them both singing in the end. It's just so great. Uh, and, I mean, two 
talents from two different eras coming together and one of my favorite duos in recent history. So I had to get them on here for sure. Great pick. Love this album. It's incredible. I, this is the mood yeah. for the fall for me. Like we've, we've exited yeah. dead rock summer and I'm we into have. like sad indie, autumn. sad girl, autumn, sad girl, autumn. <laughs> um, which I saw a guy wearing a, uh, hot dad summer shirt recently had a similar aesthetic to dad rock summer i was like hey man all right well we did it there's our duos our best duos and there's so many on there that are just all time and i think we're on our list of best podcast duos bold an absolutely (laughs) bold claim number one We're the only one on the list. We're the uh, number one <laughs> podcast duo. Put that yes. on the, the back of the book cover of the podcast. All right. Well, we got one last thing to do, and that's talk about the new Music Friday releases that we're excited for coming out today in Shouts. <laughs> Friend of the pod, I played him recently, Dream Ivory with About a Boy. I'm really excited for that album to come out. I've already listened to it. That's Hell yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, a classic collaborator, Freddie Gibbs, with Soul Sold Separately. All the S's are dollar signs. Hell of an aesthetic. We have the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs with Cool It Down. I'm really excited for this. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know amazing. they were coming out with an album, so I'm like, I'm, that might be my first listen. Aforementioned Karen O. Mm hmm. Uh, the fantastic Melody's Echo Chamber with Unfold. Uh, love them, love their previous work, so I'm excited to listen yeah. to that. And then Kid Cudi with Enter Galactic. And Luke, this album cover's weird. Yes. I don't know if it's just in the preview image we're looking at or what. But it's got the same astronaut image from brand new's album Deja and Tunde, uh, which we know the guy from brand new, no good, doing bad. some bad stuff. Um, uh but, but that's interesting that, yeah. I mean, Cuddy's got the man on the moon. He's he's had way cooler man on the moon images on his album covers. He doesn't need to be stealing brand new astronaut let's, images. Let's put Kid Cuddy in brand new. Let's do it. What That would rule. Like replace? replace yeah. Yeah, let's, let's make Jesse. Kid Cuddy the lead singer of brand new. <laughs> okay, let's do it. I'm down. Get in the horn. Yeah. And if you watch the movie X, you can see uh, Kid Cudi brand nude. <laughs> oh, Luke, what you got? All right. A couple of good punk bands up first. Shouts to Titus Andronicus. Played them on the pod. Love One them. of my favorite bands of all time with the will to live. Uh, then you got off exclamation point, all caps with free LSD. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Um, then. Not sure what these are, if they're like some B-sides, I'm assuming, or like some rarities, but T-Rex has Songwriter 70 and 71. Interesting. Glam rock legend, Mark Boland, I think his name is, but love T-Rex. Almost made Dad Rock Summer, but it's more glam rock, but still might show up on Dad Rock Summer sometime in the future, but uh, interested in what those are. Uh, And then a great uh, rapper, Rome Streets. Had a great album with DJ Muggs, I think, a year or two ago uh, with Kiss the Ring. So check nice. that out. 
And the last thing we got to do is talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com and check out all the great stuff over there. And click on over to offshelf.net. Check out all the great interviews, board game reviews, uh, Brian, my cousin's barn on hip hop column. Lots of good stuff over there. So that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever, best song ever. Because of duos. I said it twice. Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. The jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.